Here we go. Hey, Liz. Hi, Nat. We're yeah. back in uh, Centennial Park in our Lilliputian seat. It's <laughs> yeah. very low. It is. Like our a knees Japanese are high. bathing stool. <laughs> are we baboons? <laughs> in the water? In the mist? The baboons in the water, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I meant those shower stools. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. I don't I know, know why I went to baboons. Yeah, Sorry, I don't think strange. you're... A, you're not a baboon, Liz. Yeah, oh, I, I like baboons. Yeah. I would not be offended. Okay. <laughs> it feels very silly. I think... I'm feeling quite frivolous. I mean, we were just chatting about... Um, we were writing down what we had done over the last couple of weeks. and Which was fairly pathetic, but well, let's be, let's yeah, be honest. But th- there has been something quite yes. huge that has pretty much, you know, eaten up so much of our time. Yes. The election, the American Unbelievable. election. Unbelievable. Okay, so we'll do a bit of a... We'll still kick off with the election because... Yes, um, we can. Yeah, and what? And, and um, it was really strange because I, it's all a bit, a bit of fun, right? There's an element of fun in watching these things. It is. But then when initially I thought Trump was going to get back in, I, it suddenly stopped being a game and I felt really, really depressed and yes, sad about I felt the world. physically ill as well. Like the, the tension, I felt there was knots in my stomach. Like there was an elephant yeah. on my chest. So, I had the furry tennis ball throat thing. It was that full anxiety, constantly speaking to my friends in America, trying to, you know, constantly checking the numbers. I'd be the one going, well, we've only got 3,000, you know, and like just totally analysing everything and counting all the electoral votes. I was like a mathematician on I have, How funny how expert we are on the <laughs> electoral college system. Absolutely. But then we need to get to 270. When the turn in Biden's favour, it just suddenly became fun again. And, well, that's um, it. When, when we started um, chasing up on Georgia and then Pennsylvania, I'm like, oh, my God, we're actually – he's actually catching up. We could do this. We, just and bloody Nevada took oh. days to count hundreds of thousands of votes and they were just like that sloth from Zootopia. And, <laughs> you know, I just had – there were a few things that stood out. So um, – First of all, Kamala, 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 how do you say it? Kamala, Kamala Harris. Kamala. And just seeing her <laughs> up there and uh, just seeing the face, you know, and she was beautiful. talking about, you know, I want, and, and Biden saying, I want our government to look like America. Yes. And I thought that finally it looks like r- real life, you yes. know, people with different coloured skin, different genders, yes. different ages. ages. And um, Julia Louis-Dreyfus tweeted, yes. um, Madam Vice President is no longer a fictional character. And I yes. thought, oh, God, it's taken, taken all this time to... <laughs> so true. But she said, um, Kamala Harris had um, said, you know, you know, I'm not going to... I might be the first, but I definitely won't be the last woman yeah. in this role um, or in the office. And, uh, you know, the fact that, you know, young kids, girls and boys, you know, it's about... You know, you don't want your gender to define your future, which I thought was really powerful, which is something I really believe as well, but it still obviously happens. Um, And I'm going to send, I think there's another thing, well, sorry Mm -hmm. to interrupt, but um, another link someone sent me, um, I think he said he's one of the anchors on NBC or whatever in Mm. America. And he's black and he's talking about, he was crying. And the thing that struck me was, well, he said he was so moved because he said character matters yes. truth matters yes and it really just covers me in goosebumps but he also yes. said you know he doesn't he was so the amount of racism that has has impacted their lives since trump yes and you know you really see just a glimmer into the world of people affected by that kind of prejudice that we really have no idea about but i just that is really worth watching yes and really worth showing to your kids because it just 
Like, it really does matter. Like, at that change in government really does matter Though, at that kind of he's kind of being a pe- Trump's being a bit of a petulant three-year-old child on a sugar high, not wanting to leave the party. I, know. I don't want to go. I don't want to <laughs> leave. I don't want to leave the party yet. It's not over. I well, want more sugar. Nothing, nothing you can do about it. He's gone. <laughs> uh, I know. Well, it, technically, I mean, don't, I don't want to sort of rain on anyone's parade. I mean, yes, it's clear that Biden has won. And... Um, Arizona, not Arizona, um, I heard on the news this morning, Georgia and Wisconsin are doing a recount, but it, basically because of the margins, but that's just their legislation, it's still going to be fine. And he's got the electoral vote, so they've got a certain point, there's a date in December, I think it's the 10th or 11th of December, where they finalise the electoral college meets and then they verify yes. it, but we know. It's just but he's just not getting the deal. money he needs to do his transition and... But yeah, it was a really hard week. So subsequently, I barely um, uh, read anything. What I watched was the news. Yes. Or read the news incessantly. Or watched the Comey rule. Oh, yeah. As per your thing. So I went from one sort of election to the other. And then I also watched all the other Hillary um, things on SBS. And um, I thought, well, you know, when in Rome. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, exactly. But um, they were very uh, appropriate, I thought considering yeah. what was going on, but it was very overwhelming. It was, yeah, totally overwhelming. Should we put that there, maybe? Oh, that's okay. a good idea. Yeah. I'm getting a little bit bitten oh by something. I'm not quite sure what. A baboon, maybe? <laughs> Do baboons bite? Yes. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> You're so funny. Um, okay, so, so what did you think of the Comey rule, firstly? Did you? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, um, I mean, terrifying insight. Yeah. I think uh, Jeff Daniels was great. Um, I thought it it was a very good insight into sort of what happened, but also just how close um, Hillary could have actually, like she she could have really come in. Though having now watched uh, The Great Hack as well about Cambridge Analytica, knowing that, I think... um, uh, I think there was almost no way Hillary could have got right, in yes, anyway because yeah. yep. there was all the crooked Hillary, which is all Cambridge Analytica and all this other stuff and Russia. And, yeah. That, yeah. I mean, to this day, they still haven't finalised the Russian interference stuff. No, no. It's just a... But I th- don't you think that's part of the reason why Trump is so afraid of um, conceding? Because once he's out of office, there's a whole lot of litigation coming his way with not so much that, but more his tax and yeah, personal I think stuff in New that York. Is one thing, and also they were talking about his campaign debt. Oh, um, so whilst they run this line of the, you know, they've, so they're doing a lot of funder our, funder our. Yes, I heard that. And so that money can be put towards campaign debt. So that's apparently a, a motivating factor to keep the keep this idea running. So whether I think that's a journalist theory, but it makes sense. But that's one of the reasons. Mm. So yeah. So, but no, I must say, ever since Saturday, well, not Saturday night, because we found out Sunday morning, but I must say my shoulders have <laughs> and yeah. my stomach knot has loosened probably too much. And I, I need just... to do more sit-ups. And now <laughs> it's like, I just feel like I can breathe again. My sleep has returned. I've been reading life. You know, though I did have, I, I mean, I watched the speeches. Um, we watched them on Sunday morning and all midday whenever it was. And then uh, ever since then till yesterday, I just didn't 
Didn't look. Didn't look, didn't read anything. I mean, I know there was an amazingly explosive Four Corners, which I still have to watch. Yeah, that's Did on you my... Watch no, that? not yet. Oh, About the my... harassment, sexual harassment and you know, use of power and how yeah. bad it is for women in Canberra. Oh, what a surprise! Shock of the world. Oh, my God. <laughs> the Canberra bubble is not immune to the rest of the world. Um, but no, that's so on that's list. on the viewing list. But I just needed a break from yeah. all of that. And so I've just been walking every day, had my face in the sun, looked at the water. I just try to just well, can you, I, can lower I tell you, the frequency just a little. Exactly. It was very intense. It was. <laughs> One of the things that made me really happy was the pressure ScoMo is now going to be under about climate, uh-huh. um, about carbon emissions. Yes. And I've just, they've just had a big smile spread across my face. Yes. Although it's going to be an island. The US did have, because of the, they said they wanted out of the Paris Treaty like the two days or the day after the election, lo and behold, of course. But I know that Biden can re-enter um, the US, but it still made me feel quite sad. Yes, but, yeah, well, that's, I feel like, I, I genuinely seems that he's got it on the top of his list and let's yeah. hope, let's hope so. And there's a whole lot of other things I heard. So I was listening to Pod Save America yesterday and they were going through the executive orders of what... Biden can put through without the Senate's approval oh, right. to reverse because so many of Trump's things were the executive um, orders. They weren't done through the Senate so that you can reverse them super easily. Fantastic. So things like the Muslim ban or with the, tra- the um, uh, student things they can change on the loans and all this other stuff. Like they can just almost overnight change all this. I can't say you can change the damage that Trump did but definitely try and reverse some of the rubbish that he did yeah. I mean seriously if you think about it was all, it was like the handmaid's tale that kind of weird dystopian four years yeah, and of, the, the executive ugh. order powers are really kind of alarming because I just can't you can't even imagine that here right like it sort no. of seems they're so broad uh-huh. I think it's really tested America the Trump the, the number of things that are convention and it's still and, like for example even um, acknowledging um, defeat like there's actually no legislation or rule about when the first person hits 270 or whatever it is. You he, he actually doesn't ever have to. He technically, just, he he never has to actually concede. No, he and they, big, big, he could he be a big even baby. He doesn't have to attend the inauguration. <laughs> I know, like there's all these things, and yet. He, you know, he won't. Who, who he would have thought that George Bush and George W. Bush would seem <laughs> look, like no, look, would look normal <laughs> and rational? And it's it's all like you know. Yeah, I, surely it will look back as the most bonkers time in history. Yeah, I mean, that COVID, like, there's just definitely some loopy Let's stuff going on. it's a low on. point and it's all up from here. Well, sometimes you do need to go through extremes in order to then bounce back completely and, and, and maybe we we'll might go extreme quite left and progressive, which I don't really have a problem with because it's more inclusive. But anyway, the point is, is that it's, you know, the society will shift, yeah. I hope, uh, for the better. And uh, people, you know, by, when Biden's talking, like, everyone goes, oh. Normal. Normal. <laughs> you know, and like how he says, you know, we need to just lower the temperature. We need to calm. We need to respect one another. And, you know, our opponents are not our enemies. They're Americans. They're, you know, stuff like that because there has been that whole us and them and the whole, you know, Trump supporters are idiots. Well, and the non-partisan. Well, I don't know if I agree with that. I mean, I, I don't agree with them, but I think it's not nice to call someone else an idiot. I mean, if you're being racist, yes, I'll call you out. But to preempt and be prejudiced is almost just as bad as the other way. So, well, it's also not going to be helpful. <clears throat> I mean, it's 
you, there is no point alienating half yeah. of America, and so of that which so it's a going lot to of be voted. The, yeah, then he's going to have to somehow bridge that gap, and it's like, like kind of looks promising. But I also like the idea of that the fact that they really it's almost like there's two presidents. Like I yes. have the sense that 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 he's recognised the power of having mm-hmm. um, Harris with him. Oh. She's and very visible because she's very dynamic. Very. And a lot and of energy. I think that that is an important part. So I, I have a feeling that he's been clever about oh, yeah. how that's presented to the world too. And she's been um, very strong and forthright in her the way she communicates. And it's not quite upstaging Trump, I mean uh, Biden, but it is definitely, you know, Biden's been very magnanimous about yeah. it. Like him being like, oh, well, I don't, I don't need to prove how awesome I am. She's just great. How awesome is she? I kind think of it's thing. a really smart way to, to do it. I think it's really it's clever. Inclusive leadership. Yeah. You know. Absolutely. And he's right. straight away a nonpartisan yep. group of doctors to deal with COVID. Oh, oh who would have thought? <laughs> who would have thought? Science, Ask doctors. Actual doctors. I know. And he's encouraging people to wear masks, even though the numbers so are still like ridiculous. Over 120,000, I think it was the other day. Per day. It really is amazingly bad. Was that a dot thing on your page? Yes. Were you doing like meditation yeah. dots? No, oh, no, that's my ticking off my, oh. my everything I do every day. Oh, yeah. I just cross I, it out on my I page. Look, um, yeah, look, I, I look like that. Random, but no, there is. <laughs> it's a bit like Yoyo Kusama with the dot. You know the Japanese artist? Oh, yes, that's right. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. You're the dot lady. The tiny, the tiny. Because your dot notebook artist. is dots. Do you yes. ever play that game where? You've, you've got to put a dot on it and then the other person and then you draw the line and you've got to create a box. No. Oh, we'll do that. Okay. It's such a fun I've game. It's like that. a really good meditation. Like it's a great game with your kids. Like okay. Instead of the, being on the phone. Yeah, the restaurant. And, or yeah. at a restaurant. They so I would just get a piece game. of paper and I'd actually draw out the dots. Okay. My mum taught it to me when I was young and I loved it. And it's such a okay. great game to play. And the aim is to get as many boxes. And you have to have two different pens, basically. Okay. Actually, it's not dots, it's lines. So if I would draw a line, anyway, we'll talk well, about we'll it later. It's highly visual. We are actually podcasting, which yeah. is just the two of us <laughs> gas bag. I know, where are we? What are we doing? All We're right, podcasting. So first of all, I'll tell you, I watched Emily in Paris. Oh my God, what did you think? So it was so, it's actually really cute. Isn't it? And um, it is, it's so Mills and Boone. And yet she's, so I thought she was going to be really annoying, but she, the whole... Who's that guy? That's the Sex and the City guy, and the what's it his name? It is the Sex and the City so guy, but I've forgotten to, his name. Yeah. So the way he makes those films are just kind um, of. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I've forgotten his name, but yes. Yeah. So it's so much nonsense and so pleasant, and so I watched the whole thing and. Because, about, I thought you <laughs> would. <laughs> so you were it's right. The fashion. It's light. Like you go in knowing that it's not going to be. You, you recognize know. it for what it is. That's what I mean. Um, it's it was good so, crap. and it was such a nice thing to offset the election i was gonna say it was it's just, perfect timing yeah it was a strut like drinking a really sweet cocktail on the couch so a gin fizz gin fizz that's just exactly what we so need thank sometimes. you yeah oh, emily in paris so glad. i've heard wonderful things about the chess yeah the queen's gambit, the queen's gambit. i also so that's heard queued up to go me too but we're in the middle of the bureau okay uh, started watching that yes 
Okay, so for, so for a spy okay. kind of thrill, it's a little because it's the French slow. because the French do French. things slow. Very French. It's very yeah, absolutely. So and it's also four got or that five thing episodes where you go, I'm in. Sure I've seen that actor in. Yeah, but I wouldn't know who's that. I'm very familiar. <laughs> You're in more. <laughs> and you spend that whole time going, why do French people look French? <laughs> they do. I don't. They're, they're so always French, but you can't quite put your finger on it's why so they're. It's so true. It's <laughs> anyway, so true. So I'm so are really you enjoying it? Yeah. So okay. it's very slow, but it's now. Um, is, it, is it ramping up a bit more? It's ramping up. So stick with it? Yes. And okay. I'm really... So we didn't get to watch it last night. Because aren't there like five seasons? Oh, is there? There's like a lot. Oh, right. Got okay. Oh, it's a big commitment. Yes. But it's also like <laughs> layers of time. So there's the past and then it's what you think is the present. But then you now it's starting to show that he's actually in the future uh, reflecting on what went uh, wrong in the present and you're not really in the present. You're and in the past. You're in the, oh, so there's all that. <laughs> so don't drink too much wine. You've got to don't, stay very focused. You've got to stay very focused. And then I spend the whole time going, okay, so this is what I think is happening. And then, right. and, and then we kind of compare so notes. So it's a real a, mental kind yeah, of... Yeah, it's quite a mental exercise. But, I'm liking um, that. Okay, I do, I'll go back into it then. Yeah, and so it, it's kind of like... Um, the, what, what's the... Oh, what, what was the show that I got obsessed with? Tehran? The, no, the American... Homeland. One. Homeland, yeah. So in the way that <laughs> Homeland... Wonder. I don't know. <laughs> so many. Bingo! Um, the Homeland is in the big glamorous office building. Yes. But because it's French, they have a... Is that tiny little, little tiny little cupboard, and you feel like claustrophobic, and they're yep. all stuck in little tiny corners, yes. like like they probably are. And they have life. rats or something going on. It's very so it's a bit claustrophobic. Yes. Have a look at this puppy, by the way, just going past. Oh, a little shepherd puppy. So he's so sweet. cute. Um, Puppies are so oh, he's really bounce. sweet. He's bouncing like, along like a little bunny rabbit. Yeah. Oh, oh he's really sweet. Um, Maybe we can get another to, puppy. Yeah. <laughs> two. No, no more no children. <laughs> I've only got one dog, one cat. Surely another puppy. You could have another puppy. I could never know the puppy. Charlie might be upset. Um, my so there you go. Live might be upset. is really good. And, yes. And um, so yes, I think that's on the view. I think that's pretty much on the viewing mm. list. I don't think oh. I've watched anything else at all. Well, apart it sounds. From the election. I was going to say. I mean, that took up a, quite a fair bit of time. Well, like I said, I watched um, the Comey rule and Hillary. But the other thing that I've been absolutely loving. Um, which been, has been on for a while um, is The Good Fight Season 4 so oh. the newest one so it's fascinating because now that we know that Trump's out so they're quite um, addressing you know the, the craziness of Trump from a legal perspective and it just even the one that I watched uh, yesterday was um, talking about with the election coming up and so they, it's like filmed in maybe August, September in their time and so obviously we now know what happened but um, it's fascinating just sort of like how it plays out and they're very quick so I'm sure they're going to start making the next one with knowing that Trump is out. It's very up to date um, and it's funny, it's witty Um, I just absolutely love it. I think as a lawyer you would love it and I wouldn't even say it's good crap because it's not even crap, like it's kind of in between highly intellectual type stuff because they deal with some really challenging issues but then it's also quite light but really the, the character development's really very good um it's very it's very well written and and it's smart like okay. it's, it's it's really good right and but it's this, also so how a bit fluff seasons in so yeah. this is season four season four okay, so it's so the runoff from runoff i don't think that's the right word to say. <laughs> runoff. Runoff. sounds like f words it doesn't. Um, it's, um, 
The Good off, Wife? Yes, oh. it's from The Good Wife. So okay, I never watched that. Okay, so that was probably more pulpy. Uh, okay. To, to, to right. sort of put it so into context. Might, yeah. Okay. And so I think some that's people why I skipped over. Yeah. The okay. But the good fight is continue is probably the most. Um, you know, there's always those law dramas that are around. We had Ali McBeal for a while, which was a bit quirky, and more on the funny side. This is sort of like quirky on the more serious side. The quirk is what's the light that makes it um, a bit more humorous or just uh, interjects the sort of the seriousness of situations. Oh, okay. That so sounds I like think, good. Um, so pop that on the summer viewing. That's a very good summer yeah. viewing and it's very Moorish. Okay. Like it's very binge worthy and I think most of them are on SBS On Demand as well. Okay. So you yeah. can just watch that. Okay. So SBS On Demand is so brilliant and I'll just a quick cute family movie. Yes. Um, is Le Petit Nicolas. From the Nicholas and the Gang books. Do you oh, know if you yeah. ever read those? Um, they did a French movie version, and it really is very cute. And um, I mean, it is a family, very very lightweight family movie, but but Sometimes funny enough that. for adults to enjoy too. So um, very sweet. And there's got there's so much on there. Yes. Um, oh, and there's yeah. Best on Demand. I know it's so fantastic. fantastic. Oh, I also watched um, the Sofia Coppola. Oh, Maybe. the one on the rocks. Yeah, we were talking with, about that um, with Bill Murray. Bill Murray and Anne Perkins. I love Anne Perkins. Anne Perkins? Who's Anne Perkins? From, um, I'm sure I know pa- Anne Perkins. Pa- Parks and Recreation. Oh, of course. What's her name? I don't know because I've never watched it, but I, I know Anne Perkins. I know Facebook buddies. So that was a little bit, um, that was actually a bit disappointing. Oh, because yeah. it's been like advertised left yeah, and center. Really... Is that on Apple TV? Yes, it's on Apple TV, yes. And, um, yeah, it was a re- yes, it is really disappointing. So the the the, the premise is, um, the Bill Murray's the dad, and his his daughter is in a marriage, and the husband's off um, all the time, and so she she thinks he's having an affair. So they kind of go on this bit of a father daughter adventure to kind of bust him. And right. So Bill Murray is really wealthy and bored, but was obviously a philanderer back in the day. So is that kind of you portrayed our family kind of storyline. Right. And she's a frustrated writer who can't get on with her career because she's kind of left raising the children. And so she's a bit lost. And so that's kind of the premise. But it kind of um, it has a bit of a the kind of tied up with a bow in a really unsatisfactory way ending, which was mm. really kind of almost a bit of a betrayal of the whole kind of message about the lost woman and mm-hmm. how she deserved to have something more and anyway I, I haven't watched I mean it's it is okay so watch it and see what you think about okay. that ending but I just thought oh come on woman director you can do better than that so that was my um that's my take on that okay <laughs> thank you Ms. No. Collier's it's been cranky when I watched it <laughs> I recently went to a wedding and uh, a friend of mine bought uh, the present and the card we did a group present from a few of us anyway on the card it said Mr. and Mrs. so I looked oh. at the card and went I'm just going to have to take out the R from the Mrs. to just make it a Ms. So is everyone okay with that and I went of course we are, and of course you do. So I did. Yeah. I crossed it out. <laughs> and also the person we were giving it to, she's such a feminist herself. She'd be probably so offended <laughs> with the misses presenting. Exactly. Yeah, I've oh. always struggled with that. Um, yes. And it is. Um, yeah. I've lost my train of thought entirely. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, that's okay. no, no. <laughs> Oh no, that's what I was going to say. I used to answer the phone when we had a phone on the desk offices. And I always said, hello, Liz Collier speaking. And for some reason, people used to think I said, Ms. Ms. Collier speaking. And they'd say, hello, Ms. 
<laughs> so that's actually a really funny sideline um, conversation we can go down a rabbit hole of when you go order a coffee and you say your name. So I've had some really beautiful ones. Like, so Natalie is obviously my name. So Madeline oh, is a, is a the common... Mi- the misheard name. The misheard name, yeah. Madeline, yeah. Um, and then, um, but instead now I just go by Shaniqua. That's my <laughs> coffee name because no one confuses that. It's with a silent K. <laughs> and they're like... I'm like, doesn't matter. So I, it, it, you think Liz would be so easy, Liz. but people don't hear think? it. No, they think they, Liz. They, they don't hear the L. Um, they often hear, I forget Lisa, but oh, Lisa. also they don't hear the L. So they think I'm saying something like Melissa or, <laughs> so then I started going Liz, L-I-Z. And then I got a couple of smart asses going, yeah, I can spell it. And I'm thinking, but you don't no, had no. like, the last 200 people in my coffee couldn't hear Liz. So I'm just, <laughs> what the fuck? It's just so simple. And then my surname, I just start with the K. I don't even <laughs> say it because people write a C. Ah, okay. Yeah, without fail, they start writing a C. And then by the time they've crossed out the C to write the K, uh, they don't know what the letters came next, and then so and I then just the don't co- even say. And you know what? And by then say, the coffee's I cold. It. I just spell it. <laughs> Name K O. <laughs> it's like that old Telstra, like the Gogo Mobile. G O G G O. That's right. Exactly. K O L L. All right. Reading. 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 Yes. What have you been reading? And by the way, your notes and your writing is just sensationally niche. I'm like so envious. Mine is like dog's breakfast in comparison. I'm like doing squiggles and all left and right. Look at us with our little books. I know. We're very serious podcasters, Liz. We take this very seriously. We do. Yes. We don't take our listeners for granted at all. No, we do not. Um... All three of them. Yeah. We take, we value you. We have more than three. <laughs> it's more than my mum and your mum, that's for sure. Hi, mum. Um, okay, reading. So I've just started Jane Harper's The Survivors, Ooh. her latest book. Yes, I've um, heard about that. And Tell I, me. So I'm about a chapter in, but she's, I mean, you just, you're just off and running, right? Straight, right from the get-go. I love that. And really straight in, straight in. So um, I think she's getting better and better. So I'll report back on that. Look forward. Um, I've read... Uh, I've been cruising through my bookshelf, as oh, you know, and I'm still I'm just the finishing library. searching for Charmian, the oh, yes. story of Charmian Clift. So, um, and I have, um, that's kind of prompted me to go back and I'm going to get the Charmian Clift Hydra books, which is what she wrote about in the 50s about right. living and writing on Hydra in, nice. the, Greek, in the Greek islands when it really was um, very primitive, no water, no... Heating, nothing was just yeah. So and I don't know if you've ever read them, but no. they're just so lovely. Are they? And, um, yeah. So I'll re- nice. I'm going to reprise those. So I've I've really enjoyed the. It's kind of been a bit of a COVID thing as reading old books. Mm. And I've my husband says, "Why would you read a book a second time?" Oh, because and you just get so much more out of it. Yeah, and you've forgotten. You've, I've forgotten it. Like some I of them, also depends I read what when I was eighteen. Space is so like, long ago. and what are you yeah. open to? And then also the understanding of things. And it's also really interesting reading something as a in your twenties and then reading it now yes. in midlife and the perspective you have on it's so different and anyway i've I've just found that to be so wonderful and um yeah anyway so that's that um that's been kind of the reading okay um so i've been hitting up the library i continue to to do that 
Um, so I read, I should probably look down, it's called The Amateur Marriage um, by Anne Patchett. Oh, yes, yes, I love Anne Patchett. Yes, everyone I love says Anne Patchett. Anne Patchett, <laughs> Anne Patchett, Anne Perkins, <laughs> Anne Patchett. She's American um, and it's, it starts off in the 40s and it's basically of this uh, couple who meet and it's the story of their, their marriage and then the dissolution of their marriage, but just a very kind of, a very typical story. So there's like no shocks but it's more the intimacy so of the marriage kind of it's character progression. it's from both of their perspectives it's from the children's perspectives it's just the intimacy of a family and what's involved and the reason it's called the amateur marriage is because none of them have the confidence to go this is the real deal right like we're, we're, we're just like playing house we're just kind of pretending and even our family we're just kind of pretending it's not really that real but it is and there's this whole cognitive dissonance and it's really fascinating because you know sometimes especially when you're younger and you look at people getting married and everybody else know looks like they know what they're doing when really no one knows what they're doing um and even now like you know with our kids sometimes it's like i don't know it's like (laughs) fly by the seat of your pants sometimes conversations happen you're like i really don't know how to deal with this so i'm just going to do my best um and you do sometimes feel like an amateur you don't quite know but you never quite feel like I got this. I'm on top of it. I'm a professional parent. I know what I'm doing. Well, as soon as you think you've got it, they change the <laughs> they change the rules. And there's a whole new social media tool, and like um, I have no idea what's going on. So it was really, really well written. I mean, she's a great author, and uh, but it was a very kind of gentle, subtle book. So a bit French actually in that way. A bit slow, but nice, nice, engaging. Um, and then continuing on my Helen Garner um, oh, sort yes. of adventures. Um, I borrowed as well from the library um, or like a bunch of short stories called stories and they were just lovely oh, yeah, I know that one so yes. good I've read every word I, I bet you have yeah. <laughs> so good um, so I'm a bit late to the game I'm a bit late to the game with Olive's Truffles and Helen Garner and can you please get <laughs> yes. um, I've sent it down to my mum actually but yes. um, Tegan Daylight um, Tegan Bennett Daylight's essays um, and she's clearly a student of Helen Garner um, but her voice is really original and just really I think I spoke about it a few podcasts mm-hmm, ago but mm-hmm. a wonderful was she wonderful, the one who wrote about the woman no that was the other one um, the first big chapter is about the vagina but the, the most <laughs> fantastic <laughs> essay excellent can't wait <laughs> it's just so good I don't know what that is so <laughs> so, so good so good and um, yeah I've never read such an amazing thing about okay it's something you know so well. One would hope. <laughs> One would hope. <laughs> but um, yeah, Tegan, Bennett okay. Daylight, and I, I can't remember the name I think, of the um, story. I heard um, it's very nearly out. What should we call it? Um, Lee Sales and Annabelle they were Pratt talking, talking about, about it, it yes, in one of yeah. those. And it's the sort of book you keep, you want to keep and go back to. And, okay. Um, yeah, fantastic. Just a range of essays. Um, she teach. She's also a teacher, and she talks about. The generation of non-readers that are coming through and what that means to teach them yes and that's really alarming and um and really kind of a bit sad actually yeah. the, the loss of the reading child well they've got so many other distractions particularly the phone and screens yeah, exactly and, yeah. yeah yeah and what what that means for the way they write and communicate and engage in ideas and anyway so yeah. Yes. Yes. Very interesting. Book. Now I do. Um, I did do some more art again. <gasps> I know. Gosh. I went to see an exhibition called Joy. It's oh. very small. It's at the Art Gallery of New South Wales, 
It's uh, Indigenous Australian art, all female oh, artists. Fantastic. So beautiful and not what you would think. So, you know, it's not the traditional dots and kind of those kinds of paintings. Um, there's, um, I feel really bad, but there is this really famous pottery group, the, oh, the German sounding so bad. I really should have written down and done my research, but, but um, beautiful pottery, um, these beautiful, um, sculptures and there's some also brilliant um like short films but funny oh, and witty and really some very dark sense of humor and like really just really funny stuff and the whole point is about joy so like so often and understandably within the indigenous culture there is a lot of sadness and hurt and pain but this exhibition actually focuses on the incredible joy that also exists um amongst indigenous people which often gets overlooked because we still have so much to deal with and, and work through as a country and, and recognise and acknowledge. So did you see, I think it was is it yesterday, um, um, Bridget Clean was saying that we, we could change yes. our, or should change our anthem to um, One and Free. One instead yeah. of Young yes. and Free, which I thought was great. I said, quite frankly, let's chuck the whole stupid anthem out. Start it's again. so bad. I know, it, it really. sounds like a, a school band playing. <laughs> well, it is often. <laughs> I, I, I don't have no affinity to that. No. We learnt the second and second verse at school. Did you ever Do learn we, the second so, verse? Yeah, I'm trying to think. So we used to sing "God Save the Queen," we didn't do that. followed by this is in a primary school in Victoria in yes. the 70s. Yes. "God Save the Queen," followed by the anthem, and I'm pretty sure we sang we both, both verses. verses. Yeah, we did both verses, Monday. but we didn't do "God Save the Queen." So what were we was doing? that your assembly day? Mum's Fridays. Day. What were we doing? Singing "God Save the Queen." seems so strange to me now my i just remember my primary school school song it was like stand to the left like <laughs> there was a part going oh, political message no well no more <laughs> like if you're going up and down the stairwell like oh, stand okay. to the left oh, like, it was a safety was, message it was a safety message in the thing like stand and always play by the rules or something like that <laughs> it was like it's very like methodical and very systematic so they were, they were like re-education no but it, to, to this day I stand, stand to, to the, the left, left whenever I'm like it's a bit like Beyonce to the left to the left um, put your box to the left um, like when I'm going downstairs I'm like I'm it's going down time. to the left how are we going just checking time Ooh, lots of messages um, 10.05 um, as in running time on the oh, potty let me just go in and sorry technical break we're on oh we just run 3333 perfect we're doing good but um, yeah so um, so Joy Archive okay. New Wales and, and the Streeton. Oh, I saw the Archies. Oh, did you? I'm oh, sorry, I went oh, without you. Me. Well, maybe we go to the Streeton together. Well, we can. Yeah, yeah okay. absolutely. But I'll do Archies again. Okay. Um, There's a lot to see there. there is. That's now three at one venue. <sighs> Triple okay. banger. Triple banger. So I think, um, so compared to last year, I think the Archie's... Childish laughs, childish laughs, childishly. <laughs> <laughs> Ms. Collier's laugh. Insert childish laugh. Um, so it was, um, I found last, there were some repeats. So there were a few that I was like, oh, I remember you from last year. Oh. Um, that very sort of similar style. Oh, okay. Um, but there were, and there were some, you know, like Catherine Del Barton and some of the usuals. But um, the Baruz Bershani one was my the one that just just stole okay. my breath. I just got that. That did look like, extraordinary, but it didn't win, did it? It didn't. But it just 
I walked and I just was very taken by okay. that and that was my top pick. I also felt yeah. like I was moved by the fact that I'd read his book and had yeah, been following okay. his whole plan, you know, like now he's free and it's like, thank God. But um, it was just, uh, I think I had a, an emotional connection as yes. well, which moved me to... No, but I did see it in a, in a just a photo, obviously, mm. but it was looked very intense and powerful. The, the eyes style. just... The, and the realism. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but there were some other ones so I was like, eh. But there were some beautiful ones. There's a lot of good ones. But I think the Wynn and Solomon from last year was definitely, there was a lot more that just took my breath away this year. Okay. Not as, but you know, you can't have a high standard every year. But the street opened just this week. I okay. Think, so we can go. All right, good. Then we can pop into Joy. Fabulous. And have Done. some Joy. It's a date. Yes. It's a date. And it's so safe. Like, then they do it timed yeah. and they make yep. sure there's not too many people. Though so I have to say, when. Like, we went to see the um, the um, Archies. Um, there were a lot of people congregating around painting, so you right. have to still be mindful. And yeah. some people wore masks. I didn't, but I just kind of stood yes, away. Just did, yeah, but, you know, just we're pretty okay. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, yes. It's all right. Well, I reckon we that's, are, that's us. So, I know. Well, uh, we're kind of racing kind up of, to the end of the year. It's yeah, been November. We'll squeeze in another before Christmas, and then then we'll have so much reading and watching under our belt. Before, we will. And before. then in early, or whenever, hopefully, we'll, we'll manage to somehow get back together. We'll do a reflection of 2020, yes. like we did it was last year. It such a fantastic year. What a year. <laughs> like, kind of going, she's hers. I'm like, oh no, she's joking. She's not. <laughs> Yeah, I know very few people who've had a great year this year. It's been a really hard year for a lot of people for many reasons, even beyond COVID. It's just been hard. Bushfires and yeah. separation of families, illnesses. But we had so much interaction with masks from the first bushfire thing. Oh, I know, and isolation. In, yes. And, and we both had children this week with COVID testing and isolation and yes, other children yeah. home from school. I know, and, just the, just oh, the whole the joy. rigmarole. I mean, it's lovely and efficient now yes in sunday monday morning 7 a.m we got yep. the results exactly off to school you other two yes you with the sauce right Becky you going stay to bed. exactly yes. so, um we've who knew that would become so normalized straightforward. <laughs> it's so so true well all right bubblers um farewell from centennial parklands from the lily pushin seat and they, uh, um did you notice i booked the mower before it's all done yeah it Freshly looks lovely and mower away in the no, shed it's beautiful before, so no interruptions thank today. you the garden does look very print and thank lovely you. Um, but for all our listeners, please do share our podcast on social media. Of course, we're on. Just what tell are we one, on? Just tell one friend. Just one friend. So yeah. Insta, Facebook. Yeah, that's where we are. And yes. of course, our website, outofbubble.com.au. Yeah. We're still popping up tell some great your pictures. Mums. The mums love it. The mums love it. The mums love it. My mum loves it. Yes. Your mum? Loves it. Oh, well. Hi, yes. mums. Hi, mums. Hello, friends. And um, Kath, we will. That's hello to you. I know you were listening. Ah, good one. And Yvonne, I know you're listening too. Call out. Call out. <laughs> special call out, special dialers. All right, bubblers. Well, we'll see you all later, everybody. All right. Bye. I've got to like put in the code again before I hang okay. up. Okay. And bye. bye. bye.